0: In this bulletin, Egypt agrees to open a crossing to allow aid into Gaza. Two Australian government ministers say Palestinians are being collectively punished. And in sports, soccer is coach Graham Arnold, impressed by rising star Alessandro Sicardi. With the latest SBS news, I'm Biwa Kwan. Government frontbencher Anne Ali says she believes the suffering experienced by Palestinians in Gaza by Israel's decision to cut off food, water and aid is a form of collective punishment. The term has been used by UN experts to describe what's happening in Gaza, listing the 16-year blockade and Israel's bombing of the area after Hamas's attack on Israel on October 7th. The experts say such violence committed against civilians amounts to a war crime under international law. Earlier, fellow government frontbencher Ed Husick says Australia must speak up for Palestinian civilians, also using the term collective punishment. The remarks from the first two Muslim ministers in an Australian federal government go further than the statements by Foreign Minister Penny Wong, who has urged all sides to show restraint in protecting civilian life. Ms Ali says the violence has to stop. And so when you look at the death toll, when you look at the number of children killed, when you look at... The destruction when you look at uh, the human uh, situation in Gaza, a lack of water, no water, no food, no energy, no way out. It is hard to argue that it is not a form of collective punishment. She also condemned Hamas and supported a motion passed by the parliament on Monday in support of Israel's right to defend itself. She added the federal government has been balanced in its response by urging Israel to show restraint and abide by the rules of engagement in war. U.S. President Joe Biden says Egypt has agreed to open the Rafah crossing to allow in up to 20 trucks of aid into Gaza. The United Nations says over 1 million people have been displaced over a period of 10 days in the aftermath of the Hamas attack on October 7th. Mr Biden says roads near the crossing would first need hours of repairs because of the fighting. But it's expected the aid could arrive by Friday. Which is going to take a little time to set up probably. But uh, the, 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 the point being that if the if Hamas confiscates it or doesn't let it get through or just confiscates it, then it's going to end. Though so the bottom line is that um, uh, LCC deserves some real credit because he was very accommodating. A survey has found a majority of Australians who voted down the Indigenous Voice to Parliament referendum support putting in place truth and political advertising laws in time for the next federal election. The Australia Institute surveyed more than 1,500 voters about the voice referendum and misinformation after the polls closed on Saturday. It found a majority of those who voted yes and no agreed that truth and political advertising should be legislated before the next election campaign kicks off. It found a majority of those who voted yes and also who voted no agree that truth and political advertising should be legislated before the next election campaign kicks off. Seven in ten respondents said they were concerned about misinformation on social media in the lead up to the referendum. The executive director of the Australia Institute, Richard Dennis, says it shouldn't be legal to lie in a political ad. Major supermarkets have reassured customers there are no milk shortages or buying limits in place as Victorian dairy workers walk off the job for a second day. More than 1,400 workers from dairy producers Fonterra, Saputo, Lactalis, and Peters are striking for 48 hours as they demand better pay and conditions. The processing staff at 13 regional and metro sites started their industrial action on Wednesday. Coles and Woolworths say there are no milk shortages at their supermarkets and the companies have no plans to introduce buying limits. In football, Socceroos coach Graham Arnold says he sees huge potential in Alessandro Siccardi after his performance in his Socceroos debut as centre back. The 19-year-old played a role at both ends of the pitch and also contributed to Australia's first goal in the two-nil win over New Zealand. Siccardi says he's glad to have been able to showcase his skill in this latest game. It's taken a few a few camps to obviously get this opportunity, and um, obviously I'd like to think that I've. You know, I've done well and obviously we've got the win, that's obviously the most important thing. But um, no, I'm very happy because, you know, my growing up in Australia for <clears throat> 17 years, uh, it means a lot to me and all my friends back back home, uh, I'm sure they're supporting. Australia's next task sees them face Bangladesh in the first World Cup qualifier for the 2026 tournament. Arnold says he's impressed by what he's seen so far from Sakati. I went to watch him live, um, Palmer against Doria and the kid you can see from the grandstand is just so calm and mature. And uh, <clears throat> But uh, you know, as I said, it's uh, giving some of these younger ones a try and a chance because that's the only way they can go up. And uh, We've already lost three players with retirement and Vukovic, uh, Moy and Rogic. I do expect more to come. I've got to plan well in advance that uh, we've got that covered. And that's the latest from the SBS newsroom.